everybody, and welcome to the side panel. I am your host, AJ. And this episode, we have three different shows to discuss. That's right. We're going to be talking about the latest release in Snake Eyes. We're also going to be talking about Old. And we're going to be talking about the Netflix release of Gunpowder Milkshake. So, without further ado, and since we have a lot to get through, let's go ahead and get started with J.I. Joe's Origins snake eyes now before we get too far i must have to tell you something i must have to tell you something that's right proper english everybody make sure you go to school i i I want to tell you something um i grew up reading the gi joe comic books i am old enough to have gotten number one when it first came out and foolishly traded away for something stupid like you know drugs or sex or something i don't remember all the cool stuff that you know selling comic books gets you you know like drugs and sex anyway so i foolishly traded away but i was a huge fan of gi joe and i immediately became uh, a fan of snake eyes i i hearkened myself to his character uh, um a lot of what he did you know back in the 80s ninjas were huge ninjas and kung fu that's all you wanted to see all the time was just ninjas and kung fu and it was on tv all over the place and bruce lee was huge and everything was just you know just all about that stuff and so i grew up and became attached to snake eyes even so much as, so far as to get the tattoo on my forearm that's right i have the Arishikage tattoo on my right forearm just like snake eyes does in the comics because i am a dork but that's just a little of the background that I want you to understand uh, of how my expectations were really high going into this movie. Sorry, that was my phone. Wives, what do they know? Anyway, I walked in this movie thinking, oh my God, this is going to be awesome. But with the understanding that it was a movie, a comic book remake, which means, you know, it's not going to be all that great. There's going to be some little mess ups and I'm going to have to forgive a lot forgive some stuff for it in order to go forward. I don't have that much forgiveness in me, unfortunately. Seeing Snake Eyes G.I. Jaws was a huge disappointment. I just, I, I can't get over, you know, when you see the trailers, you think, oh, this is just going to be flat-out action, it looks really cool, everything's going to be awesome, blah, 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 blah. And then you go see the movie, and you realize somewhere in there that they slid in the G.I. Joe cheesy crappiness that that you got in the first two films you thought that this was going to be a cool movie about ninjas and blah 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 and no no what it is instead it's just a cgi schlock fest of crap and i just can't get over it it's just i mean uh, ignoring that it forgetting that it ignores its original concept and its original origin stories okay and they totally take everything and update it and ignoring the fact that Larry Hama, the creator of G.I. Joe and Snake Eyes, uh, gave it its stamp of approval all over the place. It still doesn't make up for the fact that this movie is crap. The, the acting is crap. The effects are crap. The sets are, like, hard crap. It's just crap, 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 crap. And I am fairly disappointed because I had hoped to at least get one cool thing out of the G.I. Joe franchise. It was bad enough they put lips on Snake Eyes Mask in the second one, but this one just, it was just too much. The only shining light for me personally is Andrew Koji, who played Storm Shadow. 
Andrew Koji is a huge, uh, I'm a huge fan of his because I've seen two seasons of him kicking ass in, as the former Bruce Lee in Warrior. Now, if you haven't seen the, the TV show Warrior, go see the TV show Warrior. I think I talk about it all the damn time. Warrior. Go see Warrior. Andrew Koji is the star of Warrior, and he is amazing in that series. And so seeing him as Storm Shadow, like you can almost feel the legitness behind his martial arts uh, prowess. But that doesn't help the crap movie. Now, yes, it's my bad for going into a movie called Snake Eyes based on a, on a character from comic books and likened and shaped after a Hasbro t figure, toy figure, but live and learn. You know, we all have a little bit of faith in us sometimes and we just want to go ahead and, and pray for the best and get struck down by lightning and get smote because that's what Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins needs to be do done is smote from the pages of history. Now, moving on, excuse me. Iced tea, so good. Uh, the other film I saw last night was Old. This is the latest incantation and show off show movie from M. Night Shyamalan Laman Long with Ding Dong. He, uh, if you haven't seen any of his other movies lately or at all, then um, you're not really missing much. But. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine a fan of his work in that, you know, he's always got something, he sees things from a different point of view. And because of that, I kind of go into his movies and, and, and hope to see something great, uh, like another Sixth Sense or even an un Unbreakable. And instead, I get stuck with what is literally, from my understanding now, um, a sequel to Lady in the Water. And... That really sucks because <laughs> I didn't realize that. This M. Night Shyamalan wrote, created this movie that is inspired by the Swiss graphic novel Sandcastle, which I did not get a chance to read. However, as I have stated before, we all know that M. Night is famous for his twists at the end, his surprise endings, his, his shock, like, oh my God, this was the village where it all happening in, in the current world, or... Oh my God, he was a superhero the whole time. Or, oh my God, Bruce Willis was dead. I just gave away spoilers for all of M. Night's movies. And if you haven't seen them yet, then trust me, it's not going to make any difference. I mean, it's kind of cool when you first notice his, his, his endings. But anyway, we all know about him by now is what I'm trying to say. Uh, old was actually really good. I was really surprised by it because it did not have that shock ending. It was just a really well done and well well played out, well written movie. And I really appreciate it. I even caught myself crying at some point. Not because of the movie, of the events happening in the movie per se, but it reminded me of something else in my past that kind of made me sad. So... Uh, having said that, old was really it was pretty good. Now the parts I did have a problem with, and I cannot state this enough. We all know M Night likes to do that. Excuse me, Ice T. <coughs> huh? Okay, I'm back. We all know that M Night likes to do that artistic type of showcase in his movies, his little style and the way he films things and stuff. 
Unfortunately, in this movie, it's a bit too much, and it kind of takes away from what's happening. You don't actually get to see uh, a lot of the death or a lot of the, the tragedy that's happening as the camera pans away one way or it comes from the viewpoint of the victim instead of the, the, the people that are observing the victim itself, you know. In that aspect, it kind of reminds me of Godzilla that came out a few years ago in where when Godzilla was fighting with the Motus, uh, the, the, the camera would pan away and you wouldn't see the fight. And you're like, I'm here to see Godzilla. Why aren't I here seeing Godzilla fight? Instead, you get stuck with these humans. Well, in the same way, you're here to see people get old and you're not allowed to see that happen. Um, so in that way, the, the blurry camera and the shifting side to side and stuff in that way, it kind of is bothersome. Uh, I kind of didn't like it because of that. But, again, the story was good. The acting was good. Everything about it was really good. So, I can't knock it. If you get a chance, go see Old. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by it. Because, again, it doesn't have that shock ending. It's just good. Good old-fashioned storytelling, which is what we need now nowadays. Now, on the complete opposite of that, we're going to talk about Gunpowder Milkshake. Netflix's release of, I don't, I don't know how to put it, it's a cool action movie with, with Karen Gilliam, and uh, she just plays this assassin who's running through uh, killing people and trying to get from point A to point B. Excuse me again. Pardon me, getting over being sick. Um, not the COVID, just regular sick. So, Gary Gilliam plays this assassin and she's running around killing people and you are privy, privy to see everything that's happening. Where this movie is different than most of the other movies that have been out is that it takes that kind of lucky number slevin type of action uh, look at it and, and, and uh, Bonraku... Uh, viewpoint in that it's very artsy, showy, and it kind of like super colors are popping off of the, of the screen. Very visual, very bright, and very just in your face of everything that's happening. Think of Thor Ragnarok, all the, all the bright colors, the luminescent colors that were coming off uh, of the screen when you were seeing that movie, the background, the sets. The same here with Gunpowder Milkshake. Um, now, Karen Gillian is not alone in it. She is ha uh, backed up by a slew of Hollywood's, I want to say, like, best female actresses that are out there. Three of whom, four, actually all four of them, are, are my favorite female actors. Uh, and that is Lena Headey, um, you know, seriously herself, Carla Gugino, Michelle Yeoh, and Angela Bassett. And they're all backing her up while she, he's getting chased down by Paul Giamatti and his gang. Um, there's, I, eh, it's a Netflix movie, and unfortunately, that's the one bad thing about it, because this movie is so bright and colorful and, and action-packed, that you wish you would have seen it, or had the opportunity to see it on a big screen, uh, but because of the whole coronavirus and all that stuff, it's, it's not allowed, or it wasn't planned to have that kind of a release, so instead we get it on Netflix, Hopefully, you have a big, bright TV that you can watch it on with uh, surround sound speakers, and you get to enjoy every little bit of it. 
It has one of the best bowling alley action sequences I've seen in a long time. And you need to check it out for just that reason. If you're a fan of action movies, you're a fan of a little artistic flair behind it, then go check out this movie because it's kind of cool. And it's on Netflix, so it's not like you got to put on your pants, right? Right. Now, before I end the show, because you would think, hey, that's three, it's time for him to end it, right? Wrong. Before I end the show, we actually have a call-in from one of our listeners. So why don't we go ahead and listen to that, and uh, I'll come back afterwards. Hey, AJ. Craig here. Just calling in because I've been getting caught up on my Star Wars. And I've gone through all of the Clone Wars, Bad Batch, and Rebels. Now I'm on to Resistance. Resistance, art's a little, the animation's a little different, but that's okay. I don't mind it. It's a rad story that happens all before Force Awakens about the birth of the uh, New Order, spy stuff. Except you've got the worst character there is to lead the show. This Kaz dude, he is he's absolutely worthless. There's no redeeming quality about him at all. He's an absolute freaking moron. Get rid of him and start over. Because that show could be rad, but that character is the worst. What are your thoughts? Later. Yeah, we're back. Thank you, Craig, for calling in and letting us know your opinion on Star Wars Resistance. Um, well, I personally... Honestly, have not seen Star Wars Resistance yet. When it came out, uh, I just wasn't behind the whole cell shaded animation that it had, and I wasn't too impressed with the the the, the voice acting and whatnot. And you know, it, it was also just a little look when I watch when I watched like the first couple of episodes. And you're right, Cass is kind of a, do- a douche, and I just uh, it didn't connect with me. I I, I loved the Clone Wars series and I loved um, Star Wars Rebels and I'm loving the Bad Batch right now but Star Wars Resistance did nothing for me and I felt like I was watching it because I had to and since it was cancelled after two seasons I'm guessing that everybody else felt the same way because nobody else was watching it so you are not alone Craig in thinking that like it had potential but came up short everybody else felt the same way too so I want to thank you for your phone call and bringing that to our attention Again, I, I, I haven't seen it, and thanks to your phone call, I, I don't want to anymore. So <laughs> you've gone ahead and handle that for me there, buddy. Uh, I want to remind everybody that you, too, can call in with any of your opinions and, and, and uh, recommendations for movies or TV series that I've seen, any discussions you may want to have with me. Uh, all you got to do is click on the link located in the, in the episode description, and you'll be able to leave a one-minute voicemail, just like Craig did. And we will play it on the show and discuss any of the options that you or opinions that you may have i really love people recommending movies or tv shows to me right now we're on summer break and with the the era of covid having just ended there is nothing to watch on tv um so i am forced to rewatch all of my favorites Uh, but i don't mind taking a break and watching something brand new that i haven't seen so please feel free to call in recommend something or ask me my opinion on a different show Right now, I'm watching uh, uh, Fringe. If you have not watched Fringe, that's four seasons of awesomeness. I love Fringe, and it's really great. I'm also watching Star Trek Enterprise. I know that with Discovery out, you know, like, whatever, dude. But Enterprise will always be my favorite because, well, Scott Bakula, you know, I I grew up on, as many of the people in my age group did, 
uh, grew up on Quantum Leap, so we have to watch it. And I just watched the episode where, 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 I won't ruin it. Go watch it and you'll find out yourself. Anyway, follow us on, on, on Twitter, on Instagram, on, um, Facebook and on the website for BiddenPanel.com. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this episode. And keep an eye out because we have something really special coming for you guys. I promise you'll love it. Just like I don't love you. Till next time. Bye.